hello 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 how are y'all doing today how are y'all doing today welcome to day 88 today we're talking about the 10 keys to true manhood part one today i'm gonna give you one through four and then we're gonna work our way on to 10 but today i'm gonna give you one through four today i'm coming from psalms chapter 16 verse 11 let's pray little heavenly father we thank you right now for your your amazing grace we thank you right now for your perpetual presence. We thank you right now for peace. We thank you for joy, your heavenly father. We thank you for being the God of all things, the God that created the heavens and the earth, the one that created me and all of my and all that I am, oh heavenly father, in my righteousness and in my unrighteousness, oh heavenly father. We thank you that you have forgiven us for our sins. Lord heavenly father, that we may forgive each and every one that has sinned against us, oh heavenly father. Look, God, we come to you right now because we need your word to permeate us in a way that it has never hit our lives before, oh Heavenly Father, because now we're in the middle of a shift that we have never shifted into before and never shifted out of, oh Heavenly Father. So, look, God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for being God Almighty, the one that knows all and sees all and the one that is in all. So, Lord Heavenly Father, I ask you to bring this word forth, oh Heavenly Father, and let it come as pure as gold, O oh Heavenly Father, giving your people what they need in this hour and this season, O oh Heavenly Father, to, to press on to see what the end going to be like. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Ten keys to true manhood, part one. One through four. Keys, one through four. Psalms 16 and 11. You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And I just want to say we as males or we as men realize what it means to become a real man. And not just simply existing, but living in the way Jesus proclaims that he came to give us life more abundantly. Abundant life is a fulfilling life and you can't fulfill life until you are doing the purpose you came into the world to fulfill. I want you all to know that you are here to solve a problem. You are here to fix something. You are here to lead somebody to something that God has given you. Excuse me, that God has given you the ability to lead them to. There are people hanging in the balances of life waiting on you to get it right. Don't you know that you are a blessing to someone? And if you never walk into your purpose, what you have is a gift that they will never receive. If you never walk into your purpose, what you have is a gift that the people will never receive. And it's not that God can't use somebody else because he can, but you have what they need. So why not make yourself available to be used of God? Why not make yourself available to be used of God so someone else can receive what it is that you have, the gift that you have been given? There is a predestined place we must get to. 
because we are designed to bring glory back to God. So in essence, we carry glory. But the only way to carry glory is the place of presence. We have to be in his presence if we are going to make an impact because his presence is the only way to hear what he has to say. His presence is where we see the red lights and the green lights. Stop. Don't touch that situation or you are free to move about the country at will. We have to understand what it is that he's saying, what it is that we are seeing in the spirit. And I just in our first key. Our first key. It's love. It's love. A real man desires love because there is nothing more powerful than love. Not only do we desire love, but we also desire to love God because all men need a place to belong. It's one thing to be tolerated, but it's another thing entirely to be in the place you belong. That's why worship is so powerful for a man. If a man is not focused on his self-image and knows what the presence of God is, he would choose the presence every time. It doesn't matter what he has to move. He will move it in order to get to the presence. Doesn't matter what he has to move. He will move it because he understands that the present is just that valuable. Yes, 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 yes. For God presence. Mm, is what fulfills him. There is nothing greater than the peace, the peace of God. Nothing more uplifting than the joy of the Lord. For us, God is not an option. He's a priority. And I need you to understand that for some people, God is an option. But for those of us that love him, those of us that are called according to his purpose, those of us that know who he is, not just by what somebody said but we know who he is because he has shown us himself we know who he is because he has he has given us that revelation those of us that know him we want to be in his presence he is our priority it's not something we pick up and put down because life does happen sometimes things do happen and we may not pray every day, but we trust and we believe and we know that God is able to do everything that we need to be done. May not do everything we want to be done, but we know that he will do everything we need to be done. The second key is a real man wants to see God's image in himself. When we find out we were made in the likenesses and the image of God. That's who we want to be. Yeah. Like when people say, man, you so nosy. <laughs> we say, man, the father knows everything. Why can't I? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. But for real, the father does know everything. And sometimes we can be like, well, he knows everything. Then why? Why? Can I know everything? Now, stop being nosy. Stay out of people's business. That's not your business. 
Now we love the we love Genesis 1 and 28. When God tells us what we what he created us to do. He created us to be fruitful, to multiply, replenish, subdue and have dominion. It's not about making a bunch of babies for us, but it's about understanding so that we can stand in the place of authority. There is nothing more powerful than a man who knows why he was created. And some people call it arrogance, but it's not arrogance. But when a man knows what he was called to do, he can be confident in what he says and how he says it. Why? Because he is sure of his purpose. When he is called, when he know what he is called to do, he can say it with confidence. He can say it with surety, knowing that he heard from God. That's not arrogance, but he's confident in God. He's confident in what he heard. He's confident that God is able to deliver whatever it is the word was. Key three, a real man wants to be the best he can be at what he is called to do. This is why this is why men can work 12 hours a day, day in and day out. Never get bored or tired of the same old routine because we want to be excellent and well developed in the areas that we are gifted and talented in. When we hit purpose, it's like we struck gold. It's not so much about a paycheck when it comes to purpose. It may start out that way, but. It becomes more about the impact that we make in the earth. It becomes more about the people. It becomes more about the people. It becomes more about the impact. And that's why we work so hard. Because of the excellent spirit that lives in us. We want to produce excellence. So we work as hard as we do. So that that excellence can be seen. So that the excellence can be seen. Key four. A real man honors marriage and family more than his wants. The thing is, when men really get the concept of marriage and family, we live by it. Excuse me. When we truly understand what it means to love your wife as Christ loved the church, we can give anything for it. Because we understand that Jesus is coming back for his bride, both men and women. You see, we understand that everything Jesus is to us, we must be to our wives. It's not that we never get upset with our wives. Uh, and the thing is, we don't stay upset with them because we want to be forgiven. We want to be forgiven. And we know that the prerequisite for being forgiven is to forgive. And we must understand the true force of marriage. And when we do understand the true force, we can govern a whole body of people on that one concept because it's so powerful. And, and some people say, well, how can you govern a, a people on, on, on that one concept of, of, of marriage? Because the dynamic of marriage is that broad and that powerful. It's the reason we are willing to go to this. It's the reason why we are willing to go to the work that God has called us to. We offer our services for God. 
We tell God to have your way. Not my will, but your wills. Why? Because we aim to please God. The same way we look for that recognition or that approval from our wives. And I just want to say this. Because marriage is such a broad spectrum, and, and, and it takes and it takes loving, it takes forgiving, it takes all the fruit of the spirit to walk in marriage. It takes all the fruit of the spirit uh, to be effective in marriage. Jesus is coming back for a bride that's without spot or without blemish. And I want men to understand, bruh, you are the bride. We we so quick to say women need to honor their husbands. Women need to reverence their husbands. But you being the bride, you ought to know how to honor. You ought to know how to reverence. I know that's I know that's hard to fathom because women would call our help me and they were supposed to submit to us. But I need you to understand that the Bible also says submit one to another, not just the man to the woman. We have to understand when it comes to the concept of marriage, when it comes to the concept of family. It's basically the governing laws that we should live by. Why? Because the men are called to protect, to provide, to do all these other things you know we we, we we supposed to be the teacher we supposed to be this we supposed to be that in the bible it say um women be quiet in church and, and 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 if you have a question ask your husbands at home we supposed to be the teachers we supposed to be the teachers we supposed to be everything to our wives that christ is to us Love your wives as Christ has loved the church and he gave himself for it. He gave his time for it. He gave his love for it. He gave everything he had for it. He never defrauded once. Never faulted once. But he gave everything every time. Just for the betterment of the church. And that's what I wanted to say today. Keys one through four. Like I can say I, 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 I ain't come. To, I don't come to keep you long. But key one is love. Key two is a real man wants to see God's image in himself. Key three, a real man wants to be the best he can be at what he's called to do. Consistency, and a real man honors. Key for a real man honors marriage and family. And we're going to continue on. We at day 88. We almost there. We at day 88. This thing going to come full circle. Everything that I have been telling y'all, everything that I have been teaching y'all, I have been learning with y'all. This ain't everything. Every, now, I knew some of it, but all of it ain't what I didn't know everything that I that that I've learned over the over the last 88 days. 
I, I didn't know everything that I learned over the last 88 days. So this has been an experience for us together, not just for me to tell you something, but for me to learn with you, for me to, to grow with you, for us to be community, a community of people learning together. Now, if you knew all of this stuff before I ever started speaking, it's nothing against you, more power to you. But I didn't know. I didn't know everything. But as I, the more I pick up and I read about these topics, the more Bible I get in me, the more word that I soak up, it's showing me different parallels. It's showing me different things. God is showing me me. What I need to understand. And if I can help you understand it, the better off we are together. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for this word. We thank you right now for your presence. We thank you right now for your peace. We thank you right now for your joy. We thank you right now for every marriage. We thank you right now for every single person. We thank you for everyone that is coming into the knowledge of who you are and who the Son is. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you right now that you are setting people free. You are setting the captives free. You are setting the mindsets free, oh Heavenly Father. Free from the mindset of corruption. Free from the mindset of struggle. Free from the mindset that we have to remember in a certain place, O Heavenly Father, in a place when you have not called us to be in that place, O Father God, but free to be who you called us to be. God, we thank you right now for being all that we needed you to be when we needed you to be that. God, we thank you for being a mother when we needed a mother. We thank you for being a father when we needed a father. We thank you for being a friend when we needed a friend. We thank you for being everything that we needed at all times. God, we thank you because you know what we stand in need of, O God. And you know how to give us just that. God, I pray that every man knows his position. And pursue it at all costs. Father, I pray right now that every man stops to see what it is that your purpose presents to their life. I pray that every man comes to the knowledge and see from the perspective of heaven so that they can walk in the place that you have called them to walk to bring glory back to you to carry glory God Lord Heavenly Father we're asking you to do this in Jesus mighty name oh Heavenly Father Lord God, we trust you like never before. And we know that you are moving in a way that we've never seen you move, that we've never felt you move, that we have no recognition of you moving, oh God. Your Bible shows us certain aspects of you, but your spirit, God, shows us the other aspects that the Bible hasn't shown us, oh Heavenly Father. So we thank you. For the moments that we encounter with you, O oh Heavenly Father. We thank you. For the outpour of your spirit, what you're giving unto us, O oh God. We thank you for being God. Beside you, there is no other. 
and we yield to no other. So, Lord God, on today, we praise you. We worship you. We lift you up. We exalt you above every situation, above every circumstance, above every other person. Above those fights that we had to fight all these years. We exalt you above them, O Heavenly Father, for we know that you are able to deliver us out of them all. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed one.